It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hello, everyone. It's that time again, Matt Hausman. Time for some smart money questions. And let me just go ahead and I have to throw this out there. I figured that this was self-explanatory because uh, we deal with it in the, in the disclaimer. But just so everyone knows, and I can clear the air, because uh, after the last one I did, which was a question that came in from somebody, and sometimes we've, we've had people in the office that we've helped, and that was someone that is going through a divorce, had somebody reach out to me very emphatically telling me, I am not going through a divorce. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, you know, well, then this wasn't meant for you. So just to go back over, how we use this podcast is a way to talk to people, to you, the listeners, about things that are happening in our office with clients, uh, other people coming in, possibly looking to work with us, or just people that have sent in emails or uh, or left voicemails for us about questions that they want or scenarios they want us to address that they might be going through. Maybe it's a friend, what have you. But the idea is to help people recognize many times it's not one or two questions that you need to get an answer to to help you make the right decisions, but it's multiple questions. It's peeling it back. And so for that person, well, that person isn't going to hear us anymore. So <laughs> that's a whole other story. But that's what this is meant for. So again, if you have a question or scenario that you want us to address, just reach out to us. Send us an email, info at smartmoneyquestions.com, or simply uh, go to smartmoneyquestions.com. There's a place right there, ask about a question, and um, more than happy to address it on the show. And for those of you that are listening, if one of the episodes that we are talking about or scenarios or questions or what have you, something that's happened in here, if it doesn't pertain to you, hopefully it's still going to be able to help you recognize in maybe another area of life that you can use these same principles on, you know, really diving into and making sure we're asking the right questions that's going to help us make the right decision for for us. So before I jump into today's show, I just wanted to throw that out there. And I'm going to go ahead and let's make sure we get the disclaimer out before we jump in. Please don't take any of the information or ideas or suggestions that I offer in today's show as direct advice for you. Please use it as information and education that you then can discuss with your advisor. Now, if you don't have an advisor or you would like for us to be your advisor, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. And it's real simple. All you have to do is go to www.speakwithmatt.com. That's www.speakwithmatt.com. And my online scheduler is right there. You can go right in. You can schedule a 15 or 30 minute phone conversation. And quite frankly, at the end of that first call, we're going to have a good idea. Does it make sense to have a second conversation. So again, very low key, go right into the online scheduler. You don't even have to get on the phone with anyone to schedule this. So again, speakwithmatt.com, www.speakwithmatt.com. 
and schedule it there. So, all right, let's go ahead and get on to today's show. Okay, now that that's done, um, what I want to go over today is um, I had a great conversation last week with um, the daughter-in-law of some clients. Um, I, I've met with uh, the son and her uh, before, a couple times actually, and this time it was just a conversation that uh, her and I had on, you know, their life has recently dramatically changed. They're younger. Uh, I want to say they're in their mid-20s, and they recently had a child. And the idea was, or her question to me was, we, wanna, we know that now we really need to be thinking about additional plannings or uh, taking advantage of certain opportunities to make sure the plans that we have put in place right now, now that we have a family and they're looking to have a, you know, it's not just going to be one there, you know, they want to have multiple kids, is what do we need to be putting in place with regards to life insurance, disability insurance? What do we need to be doing with savings, with our investments, what have you? And what I wanted to go over today is basically what I, what I told her. Um, these are the things I would tell you to be prioritizing to make sure that you're putting your, yourself and your family in the best position possible. So let's just go back over. So um, they, they're recently married, if I remember right, within the last two or three years. They just recently had a child. Um, actually, one, one of them is in school right now. The other one is working. There's the possibility that they're going to be relocating within the next two to three years. They kind of have an idea on where they're going to be, but not, not specific or it's not you know etched in stone yet. But we know that that's probably going to bring on a, a job change, possibly affecting cash flow. And the things that I told them right now was, um, first of all, is with the one that's working is, are you taking advantage of the benefits that the company is offering you right now? For instance, do you have um, group life insurance uh, through the company? Probably inexpensive in the event that you do have it. It's not maybe, hopefully it's more than just, okay, they're going to give you one time salary. Maybe there's the option of increasing it two, three, four, five times. Is there the ability to have disability insurance? And the one thing I told her, and I'm just telling you what Maggie and I did a long time ago, is we made sure that we were taking advantage of those two particular benefits if they were available from our employer. But we also made sure that we went and we got it purchased ourselves. And that's one of the things I was talking about, is especially if you're looking to grow the family, is... The cheapest in life insurance that you can get is term insurance. Now, obviously, the goal in term insurance is that hopefully you never need it. But in the event you do, it's the cheapest insurance you're going to find out there. And when you own it personally, if you do have a job change later on, if you decide to go into business for yourself, what have you, you've already been able to get that while you're young, very inexpensive, and take advantage of doing that. The other thing is, is that I talked to them about, or her about, we never know when our health is going to take a different turn. And now we've become uninsurable. So that's another reason why, especially when you're younger, to be able to get that term insurance. I'll just tell you what we did is um, the term insurance that Maggie and I have is going to be around and then it's going to expire. And it's going to go until the youngest turns 22, 
when the youngest turns 22, then really to have that much insurance right now, we don't think that that's a priority. Now, I will, I will talk a little bit. Life insurance needs change as you get older. But in terms of why we purchased the, or the term insurance was specifically to make sure that the household uh, needs and expenses, especially with kids, are covered. Obviously, there's going to be a loss of income, what have you. And so we did that. Now, disability insurance is also very important. And as I told her, the reality is there is a higher probability of in some way becoming disabled and now not being able to work and make the income that you've been used to. Purchasing this when you are younger is extremely inexpensive. And most of these policies is as you get older on an annual basis, you put it in there where the benefit increases as your income is increasing. Again, personally owned, you can you know jump from job to job and you don't have to worry about that insurability. So getting it now is one of the best times to get it when you are younger. Quite frankly, you know, for disability insurance, in my opinion, it's definitely needs to be prioritized. It's something that not a lot of people talk about, not a lot of, not of planners talk about. But in my opinion, um, I think it's extremely uh, important. As a matter of fact, uh, the policy that I have, it has a built-in auto increase every year, basically an inflationary factor. But then every five years, if we want to take advantage of it, it's a complete review of where our income is especially if the income has gone up, and without proving insurability, we can jump up to that new level of, uh, of disability uh, income insurance. So again, definitely be looking at that. The other thing I talk about with regards to the insurability is we never know when that's going to happen, where we potentially can become uninsurable, even though you might look like the picture of health. I bring that up because it's been six years and Maggie is still, we still are searching for a good program for her six years post-transplant. So think about that. If you looked at her right now, she's the picture of health, yet because of what happened, you know, six and a half years ago, then she is, um, she's going to get rated. Uh, if not, some companies wouldn't even consider her. So again, we never know when that is going to change. Um, okay, so let's jump off of that. The other thing we, I talked about was you still want to be budgeting for your retirement investments, especially if you are working for a firm where there is a company match within the company-sponsored retirement plan, 401k, 403b, 457, what have you, is make sure, if possible, that you are taking advantage of the full match. That's free money. The other thing you want to look at is I would tell you to invest very boringly, meaning look to diversify with hopefully you have some good investment options there. Diversify on what I call based on asset class. And depending on your age, especially if you're younger, be willing to accept as much risk as your financial stomach can take. Obviously, right now, since the first of the year, you know, there's there's been fluctuations, basically volatility going in the downward position with where the markets have been. But when you're young and you're contributing, that's one of the best opportunities you're going to have long term is to be making sure that you're consistently investing at that time. 
Okay, um, so I, that's what I talked to her about: making sure that you are fully taking advantage of the retirement plan at where you are working, if possible. And you qualify is also look to do possibly a Roth IRA or traditional IRA outside of the plan. So you know there are options, especially with the Roth, where you don't have to have severed service or been laid off where you can still get access to those monies. Also, when you're doing that on the outside, you know, with your own Roth IRA or traditional IRA, your investment options dramatically increase. Um, so be considering that as well. Of course, also from a budgetary standpoint, we want to make sure that we've put money away into our emergency fund, slush fund, what have you. This is where understanding our cash flow and our expenses, actually putting together a budget, is really important because we want to make sure we have that emergency fund in place. And I, I've talked about this before. In my opinion, this is a personal decision. You'll hear planners talk about ah, three months, six months, what have you. It's really a personal decision that you have to make. How much money do I want to have sitting in a savings account that earns nothing, but is fully liquid? I can get my hands on it. And when I take the money out, I don't have to worry about the tax man. So um, you come up with whatever that is and then make sure you are funding that. Uh, the other thing I talked about with her is when you're going through that um, budgeting process, and we also have to look at and recognize debt. And I talked about good debt and bad debt. You know, the, the good debt re in reality right now is interest rates are still extremely low. So for necessities like, you know, your car, SUV, homes, where the interest rate is still very low, in my opinion, if, the ca if it fits into your budget, into your cash flow, then that is good debt to have. The bad debt is don't be out there with credit cards or you're carrying balances where it's you know, 15, 20, 21% interest on the outstanding balance. Be paying those credit cards off. I, I talk about take advantage of the credit card game, which is getting miles or getting cash back or what have you. But the biggest reason that you want to take advantage of that is it's free money. If I'm having to pay interest costs, it ain't free money anymore, right? So it has to be paid off every month. And recognizing that one of the things I talked to her about also, okay, you're possibly going to be relocating in the next, you know, 24 to 36 months. When you have figured out where you're going to go, how long are you going to be there? Is there really a reason to automatically think I have to buy a home. I would tell you, if you're looking to move in a three or four year period of time again, then maybe buying isn't the, the best thing to do when you first get there because the closing costs, you have to consider that. There's a cost to get into home ownership. Um, of course, then once you're there in home ownership, you know, you're the landlord, you're everything. Something goes wrong, you're picking up the tab. So be looking at that as well and be mindful. I can tell you when Maggie and I came down here from New York, quite a while ago, <laughs> we actually spent a year because we, we kind of had a big range, a big area that we were looking at for homes. And so we rented in one place for a year. And what was so interesting is within about two months of us doing that, the areas that we were searching for the home we wanted to get dramatically shrunk. And then we were able to concentrate in a small area. We still live in the same area today. Our kids graduated uh, from the high school right there. So we're happy we made that move and we rented for the first year to make sure that we really did like 
We got, we got to see the whole big area initially that we were looking at, but then when we zoomed in, we really got to like and enjoy uh, where we are and where we still are uh, to this day. So that's the other thing is that you want to be mindful of that. And, and quite frankly, you know, this can come in if uh, Maggie and I, you've, you've probably heard me talk over the last 18, 20 months, you know, we're looking at a second home now down in Florida where I grew up and essentially, I don't know how many times we've been down there a lot, but we're kind of scouting out the areas and we've ruled out way more than we have let back in um, or let in. And what we're concentrating on now is more a, a couple very key parts, but we were basically looking at all of Metro Tampa and St. Pete Clearwater. And we've zeroed in now with only about, probably about four different um, towns within there. And so I, I do think that you want to be mindful of that instead of just jumping into purchasing. Um, so be mindful of that as well. Um, but you know, it was great to talk to her. I would tell you, um, Make sure that you are, especially if you're a client, know that your kids can reach out to us. Uh, there's no cost to them. And we can, you know, go through that same process that I did with her last week. And, of course, I, you know, if she has any other questions, she goes back, she talks with um, her husband. Maybe they come back with something else. Or they start to go through that process of uh, budgeting and retirement planning and insurances and what have you. And then they can start to take action. So it's always good talking with the younger generation and seeing how their, their mind is, is moving and wanting to make sure that they are putting themselves in the best position possible. So it was great talking to her. If you guys want to reach out to us or reach out to me and have a personal conversation like that, uh, which is exactly what she did, go right to speakwithmat.com. Again, www.speakwithmat.com. My online calendar is right there. Schedule a Zoom in office or conference call, uh, or if it's more of a general question, as I said earlier, just reach out to us, uh, email us at info at smartmoneyquestions.com or go to smartmoneyquestions.com, hit ask Matt a question, more than happy to address that. Well, listen, everyone, that's all I've got for today. Hopefully this has been helpful, <laughs> even if you're not 25. So, all right, everyone, take care. We'll talk soon.